0: Welcome to Chachzik, the Daily Musur Impact Initiative. Everybody, Shalom Aleichem, and we are back. Peragimel, Baruch Hashem, with Zalicha, Mishnah Aleph, Day 39, this is going to be Friday. And Akavya bin Mahalel, Omer. Give a look at three things, and you will not come to Avera very quickly. Da you Yushinom, Mayayim Ba'ata. Know where you came from, and so it's like and when you give a look at where you came from, so then know where you come from, and we know where we came from. The Mishas about Tatalas Mei Ba'ata that you came from nothing, from a nothingness of a drop of, of nothing, that uh, from a, a father just giving over life in a zera into a kid, you started from nothing. And when a person looks at that Shafal Ruach, then his ego is completely just taken apart. It's taken apart because Ich bin a because Ich came from garnished. That's it. Meaning that we're not looking over here to depress anybody. That's not it. But to understand that your place in life is one in which you came from an impossibility. You came from a miracle. If you look into the how are you alive? What did you start from? You were a niche. <laughs> So then a person should really take that to himself and be like, well, then do I really have what to be egotistical about? And where are you going to? And the Mishnah tells us that you go into a place full of worms inside the ground. And if you really think in your heart, you really start to think about it. In the end of the day, there's nothing that can be taken with me. So, what am I filling myself up with now? To be more worm food. That's what I'm doing it for. You're working so that the worm should be able to have more tea after you die. It's all emptiness. It's nothing. This is why you wrote how does he write begin in to really take all of the gumption, all of the fire, all of the passion out of anything that we perceive as physicality to be something that is good or something that is important. that's it it's all gone it's it's all finished that's it what we say when we go to bury a person that in the end of the day the values that were left the other mitzvahs that we've built up so today go over a bigger house today go over a better car today go over all the different foods we're putting into ourselves you know it's been done enough times remember uh Somebody pointed out to me once that there was a guy who, I was finally, he retired, you know, late 50s, early 60s, he retired. His dream was to build a massive house. And he flew in, you know, different countertops from Italy and different chairs from uh, the Far East, how they made him just by hand. And everything had to be just, just, just. And His kids were saying to move into that, no, it's got to be perfect, the swimming pool and the tiles inside it and the tiles in the bathroom. But it took the guy like two years to build it. Finally, when it was finished, getting to the end touches, he was diagnosed with cancer. Six months later, he was gone. The first people to be in the house was his children who sat ship with him. What does he have from that? He died good for two years. He dreamed Hevel Vallin, He created a fantastic world in which he believed that's reality and in truth it was nothing. So says the Mishnah over here, I, I don't want you to go down that path. I don't want you there. Just think about it. You're going to end up the way that the whole world ends up. Nobody cheats that. There's certain things that are so certain that to... Live any other way is a fantasy, and to live a life of fantasy is not a life that builds Olam Haba. And who are you giving your chesed at the end of your life? And if you sit and really think about, is it worth doing all these things? You're not going to want to, because you're going to say to yourself "In the end of the day, I have what to answer this up with. I have to be able to stand in front of Hashem. And it's a marshal to a king. That if you're brought in front of a king, if you're born in front of somebody you know, if you're born in front of somebody who, who mom you grew up with, let's say, and, and, and they find out all these terrible things that you've done, How embarrassing that would be. Certainly in front of Hashem. Now, let's see. What what is this Bushah in front of Hashem? He tells us a fascinating thing. I'll finish it off outside. He tells us, you know, when it comes to a human being, so a person can go and a person can say, look, I messed up. What do you want me to tell you? I messed up. Yeah. And after a year, or two, maybe after a month or two, you forget about the mess up. You forgive yourself. He tells us the reason why it's because the goof, the physical body is literally, it's created like that. We're wired to be able to forget. And because that's literally our buildup of whom we are. So we don't understand this concept of bush as much because time heals. It just, it heals all wounds, it heals all, and it, you, you just keep on moving on. But here's the crazy part. The neshama. The neshama doesn't forget. And he says that when you stand in the from the Abishta, and your neshama is stripped away from your gof, and it's just the neshama alone sitting there. It doesn't forget. It has everything on its plate. It has every last thing that we've done, both good and bad. And standing at that moment. Can you imagine inside your hard drive. Now, we see them when it comes to computers. And so you can delete your history or you can delete certain things. Now, I'm not a computer guy, I don't understand this, but apparently inside the hard drive or inside the motherboard or somewhere, everything is stored over there, everything is there. And if they would take that part out and look at it, it talk, no matter what you've uh, done, unless if you want to argue say so you can wipe it clean, okay, I'm just using this as a module. So imagine if, no matter what you've deleted from your computer, Lamais, if it's on the hard drive or if it's on the motherboard, if that's the case, if they would take that out, I don't care that you did it five or 10 years ago. It's still sitting there inside this chip. Similarly, the nishama, it's still everything that we've done. And now when it comes to that day, that day of hejbin, the bush is the all going to have. And it's not like, well, he had bushes. So I'm not, no, 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 it's something specific to us. So we have to know who we're going to stand in front and have a din v'heshbin, and end of our lives. And with that, he explains, we're telling you to recognize that this is happening for one thing, so that it should take away the bite and the lust for wanting to do Averot. Okay? Have a wonderful day and a great Shabbat. You have been listening to a Shir by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others.